0: Welcome to Nebraska FarmCast, a production of the Extension Farm and Ranch Management Team in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I'm Ryan Evans. The University of Nebraska-Lincoln's sheep and goat enterprise budget templates were recently updated for producers to calculate revenue and expenses and to consider projected break-even scenarios. They have been posted online on our website, farm.unl.edu, and I'm joined today by by two extension educators who worked extensively on these budgets, Randy Saner and Glennis McClure. Randy, Glennis, thanks for joining me.
1: Yes, hi Ryan, thanks for having us.
2: Thank you, Ryan, I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, and Randy, if you could start by telling listeners just about the process used to create these budget templates for sheep and meat goats, uh, how did that come about? How did you gather and enter representative herd data into these budgets?
2: So, so working with Daniel Gerton and uh, Elliot Dennis, uh, we had two budget discussions at, at different meetings that I hold through the year with the sheep and goat producers. The the goat budget was uh, discussed with me goat producers at our 4S Goat Expo, which we have annually every year. And Elliot Dennis and I held kind of a discussion with both of with uh, with them, and approximately fifty producers attended. Um, producers producers kind of gave us figures and costs and revenues we'd ask them you know what the costs were for them for the for their goat and their sheep operations um mainly goat for the forest and then we sent it out to producers and they were able to check over our budgets for mistakes and they found you know they fine-tuned some of that before we actually published these sheep the sheep budget was discussed at the Nebraska sheep and goat producers meeting we had about 50 people there too um and um, they discussed, again, the, the baseline expenses and revenues, and, and then also we sent them um, a copy once we kind of developed them, and then they, they made some more changes for us so we were more accurate in our you know, budgets. The, the budgets are real similar to the American Sheep Industry budgets that they publish, um, so, it, it, so people kind of look at that, and it gives them a familiar look.
0: Great. And we know a lot of work goes into assembling these budgets and, and Glenis, it's obviously a team effort. So can you talk about the role that you played in putting together these sheep and goat budgets?
1: Yes, Ryan. Um, One of my responsibilities as an extension educator in the department of ag economics is to work with the various enterprise budgets. So I work a lot with the crop budget and of course we've done some cow, calf budgets and I'm, Really appreciate because Randy's very knowledgeable of the sheep and goat enterprises. And so um, having him a part of this and also Daniel as a grad student and Elliot as his advisor uh, was, it was really a good team to work with to get these things put together. So I, my role was to really review the information that they had started. And, um, and I made some edits um, along the way on the template. So these budgets are done primarily in Excel format. And, you know, there's lots of formulas that go into Excel. So we had to uh, work on, um, you know, uh, making some changes and updates on those. So we decided to go ahead on the farm.unl.edu livestock budget page um, under sheep and goats. We have, um, and, and Ryan has actually um, populated that page with these budgets. So we have, we also wrote an overview article or a narrative, I call it, uh, regarding what sort of goes into the sheep budgets, and we did a separate one for the goat budgets. They're somewhat similar, of course, because the process is pretty similar. But that can serve as a guide to folks that are using the Excel tem, the Excel templates, and want to do some of their own, put in their own figures, that they can look at and see how did we come up with, or what are we talking about with various parts of the budget. We decided to go ahead and um, publish or show three different budgets for the sheep. One would be mixed sales where some of the um, lambs are sold um, right at weaning, and then um, some are kept back then and sold at live weight or sold as carcass. So we do have um, three different templates or budgets showing um, on the page now. And also those are saved as a PDF file so that folks can just easily print those if they want to just print them and review those. And then right now there's just the one goat budget that is also showing mixed sales. So again, we wanted to show folks and kind of guide them on those um, budgets um, what it looks like to enter, you know, just wean, you know, just weaning the kids and selling them at that point in time, or or finishing them out. So you'll see that as a mixed budget on the on the goat side of things. So all right, that's mainly what I what I worked with these guys on doing.
0: And again, you can find these budgets at farm.unl.edu slash livestock. Just click on livestock budgets and it will take you to them. And Randy, could you describe more about the representative sheep herd that these budgets were created from?
2: Yeah, we used a 250 head um, herd uh, for Nebraska. And we know that um, the western sheep herds might be a little bigger than that. And some of the eastern might be a little smaller than that. but, but it's kind of in between the two. Um, we also, yeah, and you can adjust that. You can add whatever numbers you have. So it's really adjustable for your operation if you want to look at your actual value. Um, again, we, we have the sale um, where you can sell finished lambs, weaned lambs, or by carcass. So people can look at that. We have a new packing plant that was built in eastern Colorado at Brush, which is really close to, western part of the state, so it's going to be easier for people to ship fat lambs there. Um, the other plant is in Denver, so we're not that far from, from a packer. Uh, the sheep herds were selected uh, uh, basically they, lay, lay, we have it where they lamb in jugs and and pasture they're used in rams about five months of the year. They use hay and grain in the winter. Some may use corn stalks. And the ram lambs are castrated as old as weathers it in our bed that can all be adjusted, you know, if you don't want to sell those withers, you don't have to. Cause some of our hair sheep people would probably sell it intact, but um, you can adjust this for your, whether you're a wool producer or you're a hair sheep producer, um, you can adjust this, this budget for either one.
0: And What else is important for people to understand? Like, what do you know about um, the maybe general practices for goat herds that you're familiar with here in Nebraska?
2: So, so our goat herd we, we have at 70 head and I have quite a few people in the western part of the state here that, that that's about what they raise is 70 head um, they usually are smaller than a sheep herd um, they, they do there's a few larger herds but most cases the goats are usually kitted in jugs usually in the winter and early spring um, some are kitted out on pasture but most of them are really kitted early enough that they have to be in a barn or something they're usually weaned at 45 to 60 days and finished to 75 to 80 pounds. Um, and, and the does and bucks are usually grazed about five months a year, and then they're fed hay and grain during the winter months. We have some people that, that have all confinement that they don't graze and they feed hay year round. Um, kids are crap-fed while nursing in this budget, and their mothers to help make a bigger kid at weaning. They're usually sold in auction bar market. As a finished kid, there are a few that are sold as feeder goats and and there is some, um, there is some people now offering where you can sell them on the carcass too. Uh, so, um, we have all those figured in there. Um, we have several producers and the goat producers that are produced twice a year or one and a half times actually don't get quite two years, or, but two times a year. So I have a lot of those intensively, intensive tight goat operations here in, in Nebraska. Uh, but on this one we just figured it, it once a year. So, uh, they can adjust that also.
0: Great, and Glennis, can you talk about how some of the cost factors are actually entered into the livestock enterprise budgets like this?
1: Sure. So, um, with this um, Excel template, we have there's multiple worksheets. So you'll see um, again formulas in there um, that we have where there's a summary. That shows the revenue and expenses broke break, broke down and that status from the various worksheets. But when you're talking about livestock, of course, one of the major costs, the major uh, points to enter, of course, is the production information and then the feed cost. The feed cost is is major. And so you'll see how that works in the budget. And I think it should be fairly, fairly self-explanatory. Where you um, add in your price. You add in your prices for hay, pasture, um, whatever you're feeding as far as grains and um, protein supplements, that kind of thing. And then, um, you know, it's figured on a um, like a fed basis, whether it's hay in pounds or, you know, how much creep feed per day. You, know, you can see how that breakdown works. And so one thing nice about Excel is it can be changed. We do have the sheets protected. Um, It's easy to unprotect those if you need to make some changes, but we protect those simply so that folks that are using the Excel spreadsheet um, don't kind of um, interfere with the formulas that are in the background. So that's one of the things. But it it can, you know, folks that are familiar with how to work with Excel, you know, it's it's manageable to do. So anyway, again, one thing I want to mention is that um, with the pasture, we, and hay, we consider those as, uh, from the point of view of economics that you really should look at those as separate enterprises. So when it comes to livestock um, that utilizes pasture and hay, those, um, uh, you know, is valued um, on a, we, in, the, in the case of our budgets here, we value those on an AUM basis. Um, Or in other words, you can also um, sort of value those as to, if I wasn't using my own pasture, what could I rent it out for? Same way with hay. If I just produced hay and sold it, what would be the value of my production? And so that is actually um, put back into this livestock. If you're using your own hay, using your own pasture, you know, that's kind of a key thing to understand is that we are – adding that value in. So when you look at the bottom line, you have to think, well, yeah, I paid for my pasture and I did pay for my hay, even though I produced it, you know? So um, that's one thing to kind of pay attention to. And then we have there's a worksheet on direct or variable costs. And that would include, you know, expenses like, again, um, showing the, the actual value of feed fed, shearing expenses in the case of um, uh, wool on sheep, marketing expenses or checkoff expenses, veterinarian, labor, and those kinds of variable expenses that um, you have to consider as you're looking at an enterprise budget. And then there's a sheet for fixed costs. And fixed costs really relates back to, again, are you covering the cost of your capital depreciation, like your fencing, your equipment, um, and, and considering some ownership costs. And let's say you chose not to put the – the hay through the feed like I just mentioned you could say well and then in some cases you might be renting pasture ground so you would put that expense in, in um, that fixed cost area as well and then our producers really wanted us to show a separate um, page or worksheet if you will on taxes because taxes play a major part of expenses and they like to see those separated out so they come back and they're summarized as part of expenses on the on the main page, but um, we do have a separate worksheet where folks can enter realistic taxes um, as well.
0: Okay, Okay, great. And speaking of producers, what management decisions can be made from enterprise budgets like this?
1: All right. So um, we've got a number of listed, so Randy and I are going to talk a little bit about each, you know, a few of these, but... In these budgets, we did add in the summary page where you have revenue minus expenses, and you get down to a total revenue um, plus or minus. But we also we added break-even prices. So I think one of the things that you can look at, and again, as Randy mentioned, there might be various ways that you want to sell, or you might produce to sell. Um, you know, the weaned lambs or the wean kids, or you might choose to finish those out. So you could take a look at what. You know, current prices are kind of what your expense um, totals are, and then kind of figure out what some break even um, price information is. And that we do have that included on this page, but you also I just want to caution and have folks make sure that they understand what's going into those expenses to be covered on a break even. So we have some formulas in here, but there may be you may want to take a look at um, a little different scenario. But as long as you've gathered up your expenses and you know. What you want to charge against, or what needs to be charged against those against those particular, um, um, you know, animals, then you um, you you can you can figure it as such, okay?
2: And Ryan, I'll talk a little bit about that too. Um, w- one thing is, one thing you can do with sheep and goats, and, and what we're seeing some people do is adding a ewe or a goat per cow and not changing the stocking rate, and we're. We've had producers do this for several years, so it it, it, it looks like it works just fine for people. Um, but what that does is that adds another entity that you can sell a product from, and basically you're just increasing the amount of um, animals on the same amount of pasture. And so there's some real uh, advantages to that, and and it might even be enough to bring a family member back to your farm. If they don't mind running sheep or or goats, so um that that's one thing uh, the the big thing too is you know you can sure look at your feed costs and your break even um and where maybe you might be able to cut costs um or or where you might wanna be spending more uh, because you're not getting um, the uh, nutrition you need for your goats or your seed that you're you're pretty low, and there's issues there. Um, marketing options is another one that is a real um, interesting one for sheep and goat producers. We don't have a lot of cell barns in the state that sell sheep and goats, so there's different options. A lot of direct marketing happens with sheep and goats, but also um, there's there's you know you can, as Glenn has already said you can market them through uh, your carcass weight, or you can sell them to a to a packing plant directly, and so there's there's options there give you that. In our budgets, you can, you can put that in there, which makes it really nice because you can say, hey, do I want to sell my kids or my sheep at, or lambs at weaning, or do you think I'll make more money at finishing? And you can kind of look at the cost and, and what, the, what the expenses are and what the actual revenue is and say, hey, it looks to me like I might be better off selling wean, wean or I might be better off selling a, a fat lamb. So uh, those are all things that... Um, that you could you could do with our budgets that I think are really helpful to producers because it gives them lots of options
1: and uh, you know along with I think it's really neat that um, folks can sort of integrate um, sheep or goats in with um, their you know cattle herd on some of their pasture and I, I like to think again as an economist sort of what are the opportunity costs and and really you're sort of sharing you're sharing those costs then, um, as I said, we should, rightly so, charge ourselves for the opportunity of using our own pasture. Again, if we if we weren't using it, what could we, um, you know, rent it out for? What would be the value of that if someone else used it? So it's interesting then that you would, could share that expense if it worked for you to integrate either of those um, into along with your your cattle herd. So, and I guess with opportunity, I always like to think too is. You know, um, when you're analyzing your enterprises, you know, are you using your resources in the very best way possible? And that could include even equipment and, and your time, your time resources. Um, you know, do you have time also to add in um, another enterprise um, and utilize more pasture that way or something? So so that's, an, you know, also something you need to think about as you're analyzing your enterprises.
2: Right. And, and you know, in, in our sheep, sheep and goat budgets, they, they tend to have a little more labor per unit than, than a cow operation. So those are some things you got to all look into, just like Glenna said, is to see if it works for you. And then, like she said, do you have the labor for that?
0: Great. Well, thank you very much, Glennis McClure and Randy Saner, are extension educators here at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. And uh, they have authored... Updated sheep and goat budgets available on our website, farm.unl.edu/slash livestock. And also, working with them on these budgets is a grad student here in the Department of Agricultural Economics, Daniel Girton, and our livestock economist in the department, Elliot Dennis. And you can also find there a new article on farm.unl.edu about these budgets, authored by the four. And the Budget page itself also includes a great narrative if you're looking to learn more about the budgets and the representative herds used to uh, create them. So, Glenis, Randy, thank you very much for appearing on Nebraska Farmcast today, and we look forward to having you back soon. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. This has been Nebraska Farmcast a production of the Extension Farm and Ranch Management Team in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. For decision-making tools, articles, podcasts, videos, and more, visit us online at farm.unl.edu.